it's I'm never coming home. Yeah, I wouldn't. You're never coming home. Dump. I wouldn't stay out. There. I love. I love uh, getting done at 8 p.m. I I have no. to say. Yeah. I feel fresh when it's yeah. over. It's yeah. fresh. We we're still fresh. Yeah, it's, oh, it's eight. Yeah, you're right. It's eight here, so that right. means we're done, right? We're, yeah, we're out. Yeah, cool. All right. All right. Uh, oh, like, you meant you. Yeah, I, already gave, at I already gave out the over in Boston and Atlanta. The live total is two fifty four and a half. I already hit all my bets tonight. I'll see you guys on Monday. It's been a very profitable week. I'll be here for the draft all week long. Mm-hmm. Bruno, mm-hmm. this is your big opportunity. Tell the people all about the NHL. I'll see there you guys. Later. Yeah. All right. Cool. Bye. See you, buddy. See you later, Ryan. <laughs> Bye. The best right now is he's he's just standing in place walking. <laughs> I wish you could get a camera on him. This is what he looks like. He just goes. <laughs> Back, I forgot my in-laws are in town <laughs> this week. Actually. Oh, yeah, we'll, should... wait, we'll wait till they go to bed, and then I'm going home, You baby. should probably stay here. It's probably the safer bet. 63-56 right now in the second. Woo! Hawks over the Celtics. Good Lord. Been a good Woo! week, Trista. Now Marcus Smart's Woo! got 12 points, too. That's when you know the over is going to hit. Uh, yes. When Marcus... He's Smart. got four threes in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this baseball so this... update is brought to you by BetQL. Check out <laughs> BetQL for all of the five-star plays. What the Cubs do? currently hold the highest number of runs, 114, <laughs> the highest on-base percentage at 357, and the highest slugging percentage, 463, in the entire National League. They also have the highest team average in all of Major League Baseball at 290. Cubs are back officially. That's the last thing you I know have what? for you. I think, actually, Trista, I think his Cubs are cursed because they had a they had a perfect game broken up by their own catcher, and I think now the Cubs are going to fall into a complete tailspin. No, it's okay. It's, we didn't want Drew Smiley throwing a perfect It's going to go the opposite there. direction, All right. All right. and it's not going to be the curse of the Billy Goat. It's going to be the curse of Drew Smiley and the catcher. Think about the Cubs this year. They have the power. They have the speed to be the best team in the National League, and not enough people are talking about that. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Let's talk some some ball. Just completely derailed everything, and that's okay. It's a Friday; it's a you can Friday derail night. whatever you want. I'm tired. It's Friday. Are you? How are you, you going to get fired on your day off anyway? Stealing boxes. Just what are you building the clubhouse over there? The best. The best. So you mentioned the NFL draft. There's a bunch of names that are on the trade block, and I know like the NFL is not the NBA where it, there's guys get released more than they get traded just with the non-guaranteed contracts you just see more of that in the NFL but when you got to think about this DeAndre Hopkins Austin Eckler maybe Josh Jacobs and Dalvin Cook plus then Lamar Jackson Aaron Rodgers and Derrick Henry's out there too that's a lot of big names that could be moved before or during the draft Mm -hmm. I feel like Lamar Jackson would be the biggest impact if he were to be traded only because he'd be there the longest for that team Aaron Rodgers would be somebody that might be a short term uh, you know, one, two years with one again. Year. We're Let's saying say the Jets. Yeah, we're saying we know we still think it's probably going to be the Jets. But all these other names, I mean, D- Hopkins, Eckler, Jacobs, Dalvin Cook, I mean, maybe even Derrick Henry. The, there are a lot of different players there that if I'm an organization that needs some help, even in the backfield, and you can get something short term from what I, I would absolutely make these moves. Yeah, yeah. I like I like uh, your little uh, rundown here, Brillo. I like these questions here because I was actually kind of uh, thinking about this one and it. On the way in, I was stuck in traffic, and I was thinking, who would I rather have if I'm a contender? Would I rather have D-Hop, mm-hmm. or would I rather have Austin Eckler? That's exactly what you thought? Yeah, and like I was thinking about it because <laughs> Austin Eckler, man, I know he's a running back, but look what he gives you out of the backfield in the passing game. He's going to give you 100 receptions. He's a touchdown machine. You could use him in the red zone. He's so damn tough. He doesn't like, get popped for PED. He doesn't, he doesn't get popped for PDs, mm-hmm. and they haven't really run him into the ground. That's the thing, because he's not a 25-30 carry guy. So let's say you know you already have that kind of back. You have your like Jamal Williams-type back. I would love Austin Eckler, but at the same time, 
man, D-Hop's going to be healthy this season. He's going to be motivated. He's going to be in a real offense with a real play caller, not Cliff Kingsbury. I'd have to go D-Hop. Just I got to go receiver over running back. But, man, Eckler is a weapon. The Chargers, who I picked to win the Super Bowl last month, they need to just get this done with Austin Eckler. I know he's a running back, but he's so important in that offense. And now they have Kellen Moore. They're going to be able to use him different ways. But I'd still have to go D-Hop, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really tough one for me, too, because I wonder how much tread D-Hop has on, on the tire still, right? And you look at his productivity, it in the last couple of years has gone down, right? He was injured in 2021, only had like, you know, 42 receptions for 575 yards or whatever that was. And then obviously suspension last year. So that kept uh, his touchdowns down and his yards down, his receptions down, all that. I mean, he was, he was out for, you know, half the season, but we haven't seen him be like super productive until, and except for 2020, that was the last year we really saw D hop, be D hop, yeah. 1500 yards receiving. So, like, I would need to feel confident that D hop was himself. If D hop is peak D hop, 2020 D hop, yeah, I think he's more impactful than Eckler. It's very close, though, for me. Really quick, I mean, he's 30 years old. That's the only problem. But I saw today uh, inside the star, the Dallas Cowboys need to trade for DeAndre Hopkins. So let's do this exercise like you're the Cowboys. And you know, let's say you're not going to be able to draft Bijan Robinson, right? Who would you rather have, D hop? Or would you rather have Austin Eckler just until, like, Tony Pollard's fully mm-hmm. healthy and you know that? I would rather have D-Hop I think still. it's Eckler. Really? I think it's Eckler for I'd me. rather for get the, my for the Cowboys. running back in the draft, yeah. You for also, I, I just it's worry just how much... On. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, it, it, you're not going to use Eckler the same way you'd use most running backs in that Dallas offense. They, To me, like, a great fit for Austin Eckler is a place like Kansas City. Yeah. Can you imagine... Austin Eckler in that Kansas City offense. No. Or it'd be just San Francisco. They don't have any room for him. But I would say places like that where he's going to be utilized in the right way, everything really goes for both ways. Like you talk about old D-hop, Trista. Like if he goes to a, a spot where you've got maybe at least one other receiver that can take some of the attention off of him. I mean, again, yeah, like Dallas. Like DeAndre Hopkins in Dallas, is he, and he's their number two, whew, that's scary. Like that, that, But it's also based on situation for some of them. Like Austin Eckler being treated as like a feature back. I, I I don't think you get the most out of him and he gets hurt, and that's where you start to really see yeah. a decline in his production versus being used as sort of that multifaceted weapon out of the backfield. For sure. CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, if you get anything from Michael Gallup that you got a couple years ago before the ACL injury, that's a really dynamic offense. And then you get, you get another running back until Tony Pollard gets healthy. The thing, you probably wouldn't want Eckler because him and Pollard do a lot of the same things, though. Yeah. No, I you think you're right. I think that's back. the real... Yeah, that's. The, I think that's an impactful thing. It, it all depends on situation. Yeah. All right. What about Josh Jacobs or Dalvin Cook? If you're a team that needs a running back, you want to get a veteran. Yeah. Which a, one would you rather go for? Is it a hot take? I think Dalvin Cook's finished. I think Josh Jacobs is the yeah. easy answer. I know yep. it was a contract yeah. year and he balled out, but like Dalvin Cook isn't Dalvin Cook anymore. I'm not saying he can't have no. a nice little season, but you got to go. I think Josh Jacobs has a couple nice years left in him, which is funny because remember, like last year, he played in the Hall of Fame game. They th- we thought we were gonna they they were gonna cut him and instead they f- they pissed him off and he went out and had a career. He year. did. I think that's an easy one. I go Jacobs. And and Dalvin Cook doesn't like catch the ball out of the backfield really. And maybe that's a, a product of what Minnesota did, uh, especially during those Zimmer years. But like if you look at how Josh Jacobs has been used versus how Dalvin Cook is used, it's just a bit different. The production's way way down 
compared to what Josh Jacobs was last year. And you have to say to yourself, okay, I yeah. know Josh Jacobs is much younger too. Than yeah, I like Moore. Madison better. And I don't even like Dalvin Cook more, uh, as the best back in Minnesota right now. Josh Jacobs yeah. had had almost five yards of carry last year. He was, he was a monster. So yeah. He was an absolute monster. And yeah, he also can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can still be a feature back. You're not going to give up a first or probably even a second round pick, but if he's available for, you know, and so, like, I, I would absolutely take a flyer on Josh Jacobs for a couple of seasons yeah. versus Dalvin Cook. But if you need depth at running back, where you know, okay, maybe some spot starts for a couple of games because your starting running back is out, Dalvin Cook might make sense there. But you can't get him out there having. Sure. 330 carries a season. It's just it's just not going to work that way. Oh, yeah. He could have a nice little year as like a backup running back. I mean, maybe he could even still be a starter. I don't know that he's like a 20-25 carry guy, though, right now. What about I'd Derek? I'd like to bring him on to, to Dallas. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. Dalvin Cook might actually make sense with you guys. That's sort of a good example. Is Tony Pollard there? He's not going to be ready at the beginning. You have Dalvin Cook early in the season, and then they have maybe a young running back they draft in a later round. And then you're starting to split carries after that. What about Derrick Henry among all these running backs, though? I feel like Derrick Henry is at the end of his li- like the end of his rope. Yeah, I mean they've just kind of run him into the ground. Mm-hmm. We keep saying that though, and he keeps having like you know, I mean, decent seasons, but he's just not going to be the same guy that he was a couple of years ago. But even last year, man, he had 1,500 yards from scrimmage, averaged four yards per carry, scored 13 touchdowns. Last two years, he has 23 touchdowns. So I think that he could still be a really good player. I don't know that you're going to be able to rely on him to carry the ball 30, 35 times mm-hmm. the way that they're running in, him into the ground, but um, I wouldn't give up too much for him, and I, w- I wouldn't really want to pay a whole lot for Derrick Henry right now. You know what I mean? Like, he'd be a luxury for some of these teams, but I'm not going to build my offense around a uh, 30-year-old running back with, yeah, man, I mean, look at those. 349 carries last year. The year before that, he was hurt and still had 219. That's the problem. He has ov- almost 2,000 career carries. Rushing attack. Yeah, that's crazy. I was looking at that too. He's just too old. He's a guy who you could see getting goal line touches, giving him to a team that's like a piece away, just needs just needs like something extra, almost like a cherry on top. He's gonna be a luxury for some really good team. But a team that's many pieces away, do not get Derrick Henry. Yeah, and the, the the amount of carries too and the amount of hits he's taken. That that's alarming right there alone. But you gotta give him credit. I mean, his entire career, it was twenty twenty one was the only time he had significant injury. He played in either 15 or 16 games every other season since 2016. So he'd, he, he'd be good on the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah, especially a team, oh, that has yeah. a team that has a lot of speed. And you want to add a little power to that backfield for goal line yeah. situations, like you said, or just that would be something where you come in and you say, look, you're not going to get the carries you did. Yeah. But he's then he's going to want to go to a winner. So you got to think, like, who are teams right now that are uh, could use that extra back, use that power, and they're Super Bowl contenders. The Bills. The Bills would be one, maybe. Where yeah. they're not going to use him a lot, but it kind of gives him a change of pace from what they've had before. And he's Old still capable. Leather, and he's still capable, though, of like breaking one up the middle for seventy yards too. Because that's the thing. He's a power back that also has like four three four four speed too. Yeah. It's just like you have to worry. Some of these injuries are going to catch up. Doesn't he have like a metal plate in his foot or something like that? He has something crazy going on right. with him. So I think that's right. But man, yeah, like even Philadelphia, you're not gonna. But the thing is, is that uh, he's expensive. And what are the Titans even doing? Because I thought that they were looking to rebuild and just kind of blow it all up. And then we saw the reports that they were making calls about Aaron Rodgers. I don't, I don't think they know what they're doing. <laughs> right. I think that's really what it is. Is they just don't know what they're doing. You know, what I could see Derrick Henry doing going to the Ravens. And he just like, because he wants to keep running, and he's like, no, he's, I want to go to a place where I'm going to still get a lot of carries. And he goes to Baltimore, and they just run the hell out of the football with him. 
Man, I'd be pissed about that, though, because J.K. Dobbins needs 20 carries per game. At yeah, least. he does. If he could stay healthy, he's one of the best backs in the yeah. league. He's a game changer. Yeah, Derrick Henry could playoffs. be like the the Mark Ingram for the for the Ravens, though. Yeah. Like that if Lamar goes back, back, imagine that offense. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. That would be interesting. All right, Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers, who has the bigger impact if they're traded at the NFL draft? I think he said it best that, like, Lamar, because you're getting him for multiple seasons. I mean, Lamar could play another 10 years if he changes the way that he plays and doesn't take so many hits. And if he goes to a real offense and throws the real receivers, I think it would be Lamar. But I do think, man, Rodgers, I think with a chip on his shoulder, we know he's going to have a monster regular season. It's just going to come down to the, uh, like, he's going to have a top 10 defense. Is he going to be able to get it done in the playoffs? A lot of guys are turning down playing with Rodgers, too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear that Calais Campbell thing? The Calais Campbell thing, yeah. He was like, ah, I'm good on that. <laughs> he just is like, he, he framed it as like, well, I just felt like, you know, with my skill set and what, what Atlanta's doing right now, it's just a really oh, good place for me. Like, really? Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Over a team with all that young talent in the Jets. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers called and he said, no, thank you. Yeah. He hit decline. Rodgers isn't exactly the recruiter that Tom Brady was. Right. Tom Brady calls. He's more like listen. the Derek Rose recruiter when they brought in Carmelo Anthony. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to show up to this meeting. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on that. Not, I could win one on my own. He couldn't, though, unfortunately. Yeah, man, I, I, I'd have to go Lamar, but I do think Rodgers will have a monster year. I need this to happen, though. Like, let's just get this thing over uh, with. It's with just amazing how long this has dragged out. Now I'm just rooting for him to go to San Francisco, almost. I mean, there's a chance no. that it, a team swoops in. I mean, if Didn't somebody wants to give up a first or nothing? pick, he did, and that's the problem. Like, he needs to be involved in this, and he wants to go to the Jets. He's going to the Jets. It's just, it looks like they're going to wait. I think that's so dumb of Green Bay, too, especially yeah. if you want a first-round pick. Like, you wanted the pick this year because then you have two first-round picks within the top 18. Next yeah. year, let's say the Jets are good. Then you're getting, you know, 30, 31. Nah, it doesn't really matter. They're not going to get a first round out of this. I guarantee it. I guarantee you Green Bay gets, like, a second or a third for Rodgers. There's no way they're going to first-rounder. Not a chance. Maybe, like, Corey Davis, something like that. Because you Corey need to. Davis. I don't want any players in return. I just want picks. Because people like Packers fans don't realize this is going to be a rebuild. Even if it's a rebuild on the fly, you don't want to bring in like veteran type players. You want young guys that you could evaluate on rookie contracts. That's what nobody understands. That's what you don't understand, though, when you go from Brett Favre, Darren Rodgers, and you're spoiled for three decades. At least you admit it. Play. At least you admit it. But only two Super Bowl rings and some really painful losses. Oh, you're the worst. There's one game, Nick. I don't know if you know this. Literally, uh, Seattle, Russell Wilson threw an interception, and they ruled it a touchdown. They called it the uh, the foul Mary. He's no so, team has ever lost so a game spoiled, like Trista. that ever. He's so spoiled. Granted, that was a regular season, but you know. It still I, hurt. I would, I would take your team's history in a split second. Oh, yeah, your team sucks. Well, yes, this is true. <laughs> it's going to be different now, though.